Good morning, team. Team, team. Sunday morning kickstart. Here we go. So this week we are going to look at. We've looked at habits and behaviours last week. This week we're going to look at how you can kind of condense those habits and behaviours to start off your day, which means every day will be an absolutely fantastic day. So we've got four habits um, that we can make sure that every day is a great day. So we're going to start off the day on a positive note. So number one, start the day with a positive action. So make sure when you get up in the morning, the very first thing you do is a positive action, something that you're proud of yourself for. So build trust in the fact that you're going to follow through on your intention. So example being, I'm going to set my alarm, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to get my workout in, or I'm going to go for a walk. And the very first thing you do in the day is turn your alarm off and go back to sleep. So think about mindset wise, how that sets you up for the rest of the day. So very first thing you've done is let yourself down. Now, there will be some caveats in this and don't let me um, don't interpret it that you're full of the cold and you have to make yourself get up. A positive action for you then might be deciding that I'm full of the cold and I'm going to get some rest instead. But if you're all good to go, build trust in the fact that you do what you said you were going to do. So a lot of the time we don't follow through on actions and therefore we've no trust in ourselves to make sure that we do the things that we need to do to get the result that we want. Because let's face it, we don't always want to do the thing that we need to do and getting to your end goal successfully and feeling damn proud of yourself is around doing hard stuff. Even when you don't want to, feel, even when you don't feel like it, you don't want to do it. So start building trust in the fact that you get up when your alarm goes off. So never, ever, touch wood, shouldn't say this out loud, but never, ever have I slept in for the gym to go to Fuse because I know that when my alarm goes off, I get up. Non-negotiable, it happens. So build trust in the fact that you're going to do that positive action first thing. So let's take two examples. If the first thing you do is let yourself down, imagine how the rest of the day is going to go. That fuck it switch will go well. I never got up and went to the gym, so... What's the point in prepping my lunch? And actually, I'm just going to, do you know what? I'll just start again tomorrow. And then that circle continues of not getting up again because that's what you trust yourself to do. Previous experience has told you that that's what you do. So we're going to try and flip the switch. So that very first thing you do in the morning is a positive action. It doesn't have to be get up super early. If you're not a morning person, it could be that you get up and you prep all your food. It could be that you get up and you just sit and chill for a little bit. But make sure... It is the intention that you set the night before. So if you were like, right, I'm going to get up, I'm going to take some time to myself, I'm maybe going to read a book a wee bit so it's not a frantic morning, then make sure that you do that and follow through on it. The rest of your day will have that domino effect. We've spoken about that before, that if one thing happens, then it's almost inevitable that loads of other things happen. But the reverse is true. So if the thing doesn't happen, then lots of other things won't happen. So step number one, start the day off with a positive action for you. Number two is to set your intentions or your focus for the day. So spend five minutes. I do this in the morning. I've got a lovely notebook. So I treat myself to a beautiful notebook. I've got a lovely pen. I spend five down five minutes just writing down what you want to commit to or achieve that day. What are you committing to achieve? So it could be right, for example, it could be something to do with work. And um, for the Facebook groups, the posts and everything are written, but actually getting them onto Facebook, I find. <laughs> laborious it's a job that I don't like but I'm going to commit to do it because if I don't do it I'll let you guys down so what are the things you're committing to do so some of them will be easy like it's summer now so the guys that sign up in January and have to get their 10,000 steps in 
it's a bit more of a chore than it is for you guys at the moment. Um, but it might be that you're going to get out for a walk at lunchtime. What are you committing to? What's the focus for today? So it could look different on every single day. So today for me, um, this is Saturday that I'm recording this. Today for me is to get a training session in, is to chill out this afternoon and spend time with my mum and my family tonight. That's the focus. Tomorrow, we're at another dance comp. Um, so as you're listening to this, I'll be in dance comp hell. Um, so tomorrow, it's going to be very little activity, but the whole intention and focus of tomorrow is Cora and her doing well at her newfound hobby. <laughs> um, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel that day? And just remember that you are in control of your feelings. You can make yourself feel good or you can make yourself feel bad. That is completely within your control. And sometimes, this is just a little side point, but sometimes if you write yourself a little list, two lists, what things that you do make you feel good and what things do you do that make you feel bad? And I guarantee you the things that make you feel bad are the things that aren't in line with your goal, but also the things that you do when you're tired, you're not well rested, you've maybe not slept very well. These are the easy options. They're easy at the time, they're hard long term because they don't make you feel good. So how do you want to feel? And what do you need to do to feel that way? So most of us, most of us want to feel happy, contented, like we've achieved something accomplished. What do you need to do to feel like that come eight, nine o'clock at night? And how do you want to end your day? Do you want to end your day going, yes, bloody nailed it, or there's another day that I didn't do what I said I was going to do. But hopefully, because we've done step one, you've started the day off on a positive momentum and that will just keep continuing throughout the day. So how do you want to feel at the end of the day? Future focus on that nine o'clock version of you in the evening and reverse engineer from there. How are you going to end the day feeling the way you want to feel? How are you going to get in the things that you're committing to achieving? that day. And again, it'd be different on, on every day. You might have a huge work day on where you're tied to your desk. So it might just be that you manage to get away from your desk for 15 minutes for a walk and you nail all your work tasks that you've got to do. But what is it? So wherever you put focus, that's where your energy is going to go. So if you focus on the fact that you can't do this, that you can't lose weight, that you hate the gym, all your energy is going to go towards that. Whereas if you focus on, right, I want to feel happy today. How am I going to feel happy? All your energy will go towards achieving that. So your intentions are really, really important. And it's kind of like heading off into the wilderness without a map. You've no idea where you're going. You don't know how to get there. You're kind of randomly turning right and left and hoping for the best. If you have a clear cut plan of where you want to go, you're more likely to get there, aren't you? So two, set your intentions and focus for the day. Do that first thing. It takes five minutes. Treat yourself to some lovely stationery. I'm always a fan of that. <laughs> what makes you feel good? What are the small things that make you feel good that you could put into your morning routine? So for me, I'm sure I've told you all before, but I love getting up early, having a cup of coffee on my own. The dog's not up. The kids aren't up. James isn't up. Nobody's up. There's nobody in the street. It's five o'clock in the morning. Again, if you, it doesn't have to be that early. Um, I start work at quarter to six, so that's my time that I can get to myself. And I didn't realise how much I needed that until I stopped doing it at one point in lockdown. I stopped doing it. I stopped getting up before everybody else. And I was like, oh, no, I need that time. That sets me up for the day, just some quiet time. I choose to meditate in that time. So I do a 10-minute YouTube meditation. It just settles my brain. It's probably the only time in the day where my brain is settled and there's no distractions. So I could say, oh, I'll meditate at half eight at night. There's two kids flying by the house. One's on YouTube or TikTok or whatever. The other one's got video games playing and my husband's got TV playing. It's not going to be great. So let's see what are the small things. It might just be a cup of coffee. It might be getting up and reading a book. It might be going to sit in the garden. It might be going for a walk. 
what are the small things? We're not talking about huge, lavish things, but those kind of foundations of your kind of mental health, if you like. So what are the things that you could put into your morning routine? So you've started the day by investing in you, kind of seeing to your own needs. So that is the only time in the day I get to myself. Um, I was going to say I don't have people messaging me, but people know that I'm up at that time, so they do message. But my phone's, my phone's on silent. So it is my time to myself. That is my small thing that I know if I don't have, my day's not quite the same. I'm a bit more irritable. But what could you put in your morning routine? So structure yourself a really good routine. It doesn't have to take an hour. You know, mine takes about in total 20 minutes, including drinking my coffee, including my meditation and writing down my um, intentions. And, and we'll move on to gratitude in a minute. It doesn't have to take a huge amount of time, but I start off the day much more level-headed than waking up, hit snooze three times, now I'm running late, I'm running about manic, I'm falling out the door, I've forgotten my lunch, whatever it is. Think about how the difference in your energy, your focus, your attention, and just like we were saying about if the list of things that don't make you feel good are more likely to happen when you are tired, stressed, overwhelmed, think about how you could take control of that from the moment you open your eyes. So find something that indulges you. So I have really, really nice coffee that I order. It's really expensive coffee, but I love it. So that's when I have my expensive coffee in the morning. So it's a bit like a luxury treat um, at the weekend. So this morning, I slept a little bit later, go me. Um, but I still I still got up and I still made sure I had my lovely cup of coffee. I did a shorter meditation because I could hear Dylan kind of getting up. Um, and I still wrote down my intentions for the day. Okay, number four. Start the day by giving yourself a little, oh no, sorry, Start. this is still number three. <laughs> Start the day by giving yourself a little self-care, whatever that is to you, whatever it is to you. It can be anything. There's no rules on this. It's just got to make you feel good. All right, this time, number four. Positive thinking and gratitude. Now, this might sound a wee bit pink and fluffy, but it works absolute wonders. So if you start your day going, oh my God, another day, it's going to be terrible. Um, I'm probably going to get stuck in traffic and all oh, that boss that I don't like is coming in or whatever it is and you're putting a negative slant on your day from day one one doesn't feel good two it's going to make these things happen remember where your energy where your focus goes that's where your energy flows so if you're focusing on all the negative stuff that's where your energy is going to so take some time to think of all the things you're grateful for now again might sound pink and fluffy but I double dare you <laughs> to try it for a week so that's the very first thing I do. I put the date at the top and then I write gratitude and I write whatever comes to me. So some days it's more of a struggle. And on those days, it's when you go small. So like my cup of coffee in the morning might be one. It might be that um, a huge thing like watching Cora enjoy herself. It could be, I'm trying to think what I wrote down this morning. Um, we had, I had a fantastic walk out in the woods. I've had loads of amazing walks. Um, I spent some decent time chatting to Dylan. Dylan's quite, he's hard to engage with sometimes. So we got a really good chat about what's happening at school. So things like that, what are you grateful for? Because we're really, really good at focusing on the things. I, I know that from your check-ins. You'll put your wins and then you'll go into a big, huge story about the things that went wrong. We gloss over the wins or the things that are, the wonderful things that have happened and we focus on the negative. So all we're trying to do is switch that round. Both are going to happen a day. There's going to be positive things and negative things that happen. You're going to have positive thoughts and negative thoughts. But if we can put the focus and attention on the positive, it just generally feels a little bit better. And write yourself a positive mantra for the day. 
So I am capable. I am someone who follows through on what they say. Something along those lines. You will have a mantra whether you know it or not, but I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, it'll be a negative one. I can't do this. This is rubbish. I'm so tired. Think about if you could have a positive mantra for the day. There's a good one that I know. There's a good two that I know, actually. Um, I can and I will is a great one, obviously. That's why I've said it for, what, is it almost five years now? Um, I can and I will. Whatever it is, if you struggle with things like that, Google positive mantras, and there might be one that just speaks to you and you think, oh, I can identify with that. I think somebody put through on their check-in today that there was a couple of quotes that we'd use that had really struck home with them. So there's something that speaks to you. Again, writing all these things down concretes it. So you can think it, and then it'll be a fleeting thought and it'll be off. If you write it down, you've got to slow down. You've got to slow down those thoughts enough to write it down. It's a bit like writing your goals down. You're more likely to achieve them if you write them down. 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Same with positive thinking and gratitude. Now, you're not going to do this one day and suddenly be Mrs. Positivity and Light. I am not Mrs. Positivity and Light all the time. But if we can shift the focus away from the negative, even for a small amount of time, and put it in the positive, there's two things that happen. So it's been scientifically proven to increase your levels of happiness, but also proactivity. So you're more likely to do the things that you said you were going to do with a better attitude. And if you do it with a better attitude, it feels better, doesn't it? You want to do it rather than, oh God, I've got to get my steps in. I get to get my steps in. It's a lovely day. I can go out for a walk and there's so many more benefits to it. I get to eat nice, nutritious food. And you can take that down to gratitude that you've got the choice of whether you eat good or not so high quality foods. You've, that's a choice for you. It's not a choice for everybody. It can be as simple as being grateful for the water running out of your tap. But gratitude has a huge positive impact. And like I say, some days, especially if things are going wrong in your life, it's going to be harder than ever. When my mum was in hospital, we were really worried about her. I, had, I did struggle to find things that I was grateful for. But it was things like, so the things that I wrote then were things like I was able to take time off work to be able to go and sit in the hospital with her. That's something I'm hugely grateful for. I work for myself. I was able to be flexible enough to do that. Um, if I was in paid employment, I might not have been able to go every single day and sit for two, three hours with her. So things like that. So although it was a bit of a crappy situation, there were still things to be positive and grateful for. All right, so that is number four. So if you can get these four tactics done every morning next week, so write yourself a little luxurious morning plan. As I say, it doesn't have to take hours. You don't have to get up at four o'clock to get your morning routine done. But it's something, 15 to 20 minutes, where you can just focus on you in that first bit. What are your intentions? What are you grateful for? What are your positive thoughts about the day ahead? Even if it's going to be a bit of a shitty day, there'll be some positives you can take out of it. And being forcing yourself to be able to see the positives helps you reprogram your brain. So your brain is totally reprogrammable. So you will set in your ways. Everybody's setting their ways to a certain extent. You will build lots of neural connections. So it's kind of like the electronic messages that go through your brain by repetition. So if you repeat lots of negative stuff, then that's, what's, that's what the pathways are going to lead to, lots of negative stuff. And again, focus is going to the negative stuff. Your actions, your thoughts, your emotions will all go to the negative stuff. But you repeat lots of positive stuff and it can literally rebuild these connections and start new ones. So I spelled different wrong. See, there's an example. I've done this whole presentation and I've made one wee typo there and that's what I've picked up on. There's an example of not of going over the winds and picking up on your faults. Life in progress here. Um, and see what difference it makes to your health and happiness and your results at the end of the week. All right. So if you're struggling for a positive mantra, nothing changes if nothing changes. 
absolutely zip will change if you sit there waiting for it to fall out of the sky into your lap without you doing anything about it. Zero, nada, zip. All right. So if you're looking for more changes, you might have had loads of changes last week, but you're looking for more, you need to change something. If you're looking for the same change you had last week, you keep the changes you put in last week and hopefully they soon become a habit that is no longer viewed as a change. But nothing changes if you stay exactly the same and do exactly the same. And you can and you will. You know you can and you will. All right. Let's see if you can do this, at least for this week. Do it for seven days. Even after day two, you're thinking, mm, not sure about this. Give it a week. See how you feel. If you can then bump it onto two weeks, absolutely fantastic. What difference is it going to make to you and your results? If it doesn't work for you, it'll make no difference. If it does work for you, it can totally cut up all your, your results. So give it seven days. Um, any questions at all, obviously it's a pre-recorded, so if you have any questions at all, pop it underneath, send me a message, whatever you need to do. But I hope you guys are having a fantastic Sunday. I will be having extremely loud music and probably covered in hairspray. Um, but any questions at all, you know what to do. Have a fab Sunday, guys. Speak soon.